This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Let us begin by welcoming all those that are joining us on Torah Anytime. Thank you for joining. Lag Boimer is a yantif, a happy day. We know all the celebrations that go on in Lag Boimer, but what's the yantif all about? So the Archa Shulchan writes the Lag Boimer Regil Koise Hilulu Dirb Shimon Ben Yechai. Barity Sroll Marbin Betfilo Badlokis Neiris Al Kivrei Akadosh Nerity Sroll Meron People go to Davin and they like Kate and they like Neiris Voimim Shinestalik Biemze People say that Shimini Chai was Nifter and Lag Boimer Vigam Yotzeme Amora Biemze And Shimini Chai also left the Maoro on this day Which we have to understand what's the grace of Simcha what's the great Simcha that Rav Shem left the Ma'ar on this day. Well, what, what's that? What are we celebrating? Another explanation on the Simcha of, of Lag Ba'imer. The Chassam Soifer writes that the month started to fall on Lag Ba'imer. And he brings the Medrash that when Klausel of Mitzrayim, they had the matzah, the dough that didn't have time to rise, and that lasted them for 30 days. Then they went three days without what to eat, and then only after that the man fell, so therefore came out to be on Lag Ba'imer. And says the Chassam Seifer, therefore, therefore we make the day of Lag Ba'imer a zeicher, a remembrance for the man. Which we have to explain, because the Mepharshim, the Yantif of Sukkot, they ask, why are we only making a Yantif for the Anani Akavayit? We don't make a Yantif for the Be'er and the man. Only the Anani Akavayit we make a Yantif. So the Mepharshim say, because when a person invites you into their house, they have to give you what to eat. Something that they have to do. But the Anani HaKavod, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't have to do, didn't have to give Kali Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took them out of Mitzrayim. And since he was the one that took us out of Mitzrayim, he has to give us what to eat. He took us out. And therefore, since that was something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to do, therefore we don't make Yantaf. But the Anani HaKavod, something that he didn't have to give us, therefore we go and we make a yantif of sukkahs. So if so, so why by the man, since this was the day that the month started to fall, so why are we making a zeicher for that day? What, what's, what's, what's the understanding to that? And also, What's the connection between Rav Shimon ben Yechai and the fact that the month started to fall on Lag Boimer? If this is the day that Hilulu Rav Shimon ben Yechai, we're remembering Rav Shimon ben Yechai, some say he was Nifter in this day, Lag Boimer, but he, the Archa says he came out of the Ma'ara, which we're going to get to the story. What's the connection between that and the, and the month falling, starting to fall on Lag Boimer? So we'll begin with saying over the story of Rav Shimon Yechai. The Gemara in Shabbos, Dav Lamad Gimel, it's not a coincidence that's Lama Gimel, it's referring to Lama Gimel. Gemara says the story of Yasri, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yasi, Rabbi Shimon, Vyasri, Rabbi Yehuda, Ben Gerim Gabayim. 
They're all sitting around, and Rabbi Yehuda started to say, how, how good are the Romans? They're making marketplaces, they're making bridges, they're making bathhouses. They're a good nation. They're out to benefit us. So Rabbi Shimon Yechai said, whatever they did, they're only out to benefit themselves. They made marketplaces. Merchatzeis, la'adin ben atzmon, bathhouses for them to enjoy themselves, bridges for them to collect taxes. The Gemara says, <coughs> the Gemara says that the Malchus, they found out about this, the government found out about what Shimon Yichai said. And they said that the Zegzeira, they decreed that Shimon Yichai had to be killed. So at first, Shimon Yichai he went to the Bismajrish to learn, hid in the Bismajrish. Then, he was afraid that they're going to find out that he's in the Bismajrish. So he went with his son, Rabbi Lazar, to hide in a cave. And the Gemara says that they went to the cave. Like this, no one will be able to, no one will find out where they are, and they'll hide out until they're no longer searching to kill them, kill him. So Mara says they went to the cave and Israchis Nisa, a miracle happened. Every Luhu Haruva Vena Damaya. Kalishboku created for them a carob tree and a stream of water. A carob tree takes 70 years to grow. So the Marsha says that this nace that happened for them was really a nace beside nace. It wasn't just a regular miracle. Okay, for a tree that takes one year to grow, for it to grow right away, okay, this is an eighth. But a tree that takes 70 years to grow, for that tree to grow right then is an eighth b'seich neis. The Gemara discusses exactly what they did in the Mara. And the Gemara says that Elio was standing at the opening of the cave and says, who's going to tell Bar Yechai that the king died and there's no longer the Xer that they're looking to kill him. So Shimon Yechai heard that and he told his son, let's go, it's time for us to leave the cave. So they came out of the cave and they saw people working, people plowing, people planting. So Shimon Yechai said, They're leaving Chaya Oilam. Chaya Oilam is. Nitzchias is Torah. And what are they giving that up for? Chayesha, working on mundane things. And Kol Mokim, the Mara says, wherever, wherever they looked, was burnt, was, was Nisraf, the Kedusha that they had, that wherever they, learned, wherever they looked, because people were working and they looked as, what are you doing? That Kedusha burnt them up. So the Gemara says, Abbaskal came out and says, you came out of the cave to burn my world, to destroy my world, go back to your cave. They went back for 12 months, and after 12 months, Abbaskal came out and said, now it's time you could leave. So that's the story of Reb Shimon Yechai in the cave. Now we see in the story that Reb Shimon Yechai he came out, and what did he say about people that were working? 
that they're giving up Chaya Olam to be Isaac and Chaya Shah. So the Rishash points out that this is Rav Shem ben Yechai, like his shita, like his opinion in the Gemara Brach Islamid Hay. The Gemara Brach Islamid Hay brings a machlekes between Rav Shem ben Yechai and Rabbi Shmuel if a person should work or not. Rabbi Shmuel says. Bishmal says that we say in the Pasuk, Krishma, Vasafta Digonacho, and Bishmal says, Hanik Minik Darcharats. A person needs to work, he needs money. What does he have to do? He has to work, he has to plow, he has to do what needs to be done. If Shimon Yechai says, if a person's busy working all day, Torah Matahela, what's gonna be with the Torah? So he says, "Bismachi sol oisin retzene shalmalkim melachta nasas ha'idayacherim." If a person is doing retzene shalmalkim, he's learning Torah. Then a person doesn't need to work. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will send them his parnasa. So the Rishash says that Shimon Yechai was looking around the world and saying, "What are people doing? You're wasting your time." And he looked at them and they got burnt up. This was Rav Shimon Yechai Shita, that a person should sit and learn and rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send them as Parnaso. This is what Rav Shimon Yechai said. Rabbi Shmuel, Shmuel argued and he said that no, a person needs to work for his Parnaso. So that's the Gemara. All the, the Bali Musar comment on this Gemara Bisalevi, Bisal Salanta, and others, that there's no argument over here. They're all talking about different people and different madrigas. Someone that's not in the madriga of Rabshim and Yechai, that's that's ready to sit and learn, not have to worry about Parnaso, and just rely on a Kaddish Baruch, a person that's not holding there, that person needs to go with Rabbi Shmuel. He has to be He needs to put the efforts to make his parnasa. But it all depends on the level of a person. If he's holding by relying on Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then he could be on the madriga of Reb Shimon Ben Yechai, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu will send him his parnasa, like how Reb Shimon Ben Yechai lived his life. He lived his life with miracles. Like we saw in the story, that Hashem made a carob tree grow for him and a stream of water miraculously. Not only that, Shimon ben Yechai sat upon himself in the Zayar that he never missed a meal on Shabbos. Now, in order to have a meal on Shabbos, you have to wash, you have to have bread. So the Mepharshim asked, Shimon ben Yechai, what did you have to eat? You said you never missed a meal. So where did you have bread? So some of Farshim say that Aliyah Navi came and brought Reb Shimon ben Yechai bread for Shabbos and Kiddush, wine. He brought of him. Aliyah Navi comes and brings a person some wine and bread. That's miracles. That's Malachtoi Nasasaydei No one knew where he was in the cave. He was hiding. And he needed what to eat, Makaim the Mitzvah, Suda Shabbos. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu took care of him and sent people, sent Aliyah Navi, because that's the Madriga of Rabshim ben Yechai. 
And anyone who's holding by that level of that's ready to rely completely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and like this they could sit and learn Torah, that person, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sends them what they need, even without any efforts. And maybe with this perhaps we could explain what the Yantif of Lag Boimer is about. Says the Arch HaSholchan, because this was the day he came out of the cave. What's, 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 what's the yantif of that? Maybe we're showing this point. When a person goes away, he, in order for him to live, he has to pack up food. He could go a few days maybe without food. But if a person doesn't have any food, how could he go for years and years without any food? He'll, starve, he'll die from starvation. But what happened? Reb Shimon Yichai didn't have any food. Where did his food come from? His food came min HaShemayim, just like the man came in HaShemayim. And when Reb Shimon Yichai came out of the cave and showed everybody that he's still alive and HaShem took care of him, HaShem sent him his Parnassah in such a miraculous way, he showed everyone the lesson of the man. He showed everyone his shita is true. His shita that a person could sit and learn and just rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of him without that person doing any effort. That's how he lived. He showed the world that even through miracles it wasn't natural to the way he had his parnassah. Maybe that's the understanding and maybe that's the connection that we're making a zeicher, remembering that the month started to fall. Because the month was to coming to teach us this lesson. Like the Pasuk tells us, in the Pasuk of Parashas, B'Shalach, V'yemer Moishel, Aaron kach tzintzenes achas v'sen shom amoyah, O'yemer mon, v'hanoch oisil l'fnei Hashem l'mishmeres t'adoreisam. Take one tzintzenes, one, one jar of mon, and keep it for the generations to show them the mon. So Rashi on this Rashi on this pasuk explains what's this talking about. That when the days of Yirmiyo, Yirmiyo is going to be be Mechiach. Klaiso, why are you not learning Torah? And Klaiso is going to say, if we learn Torah, where are we going to have our parnasa? So then, Showing the later generations, Yirmi is going to show the later generations, the man, this is what our, our fathers ate. Which means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the ability to send the person his parnasa without any efforts. The man, person didn't need to work. <laughs> Every morning they went out and just collected their amount they needed to eat. They didn't have to work for it, they didn't have to plow or work hard. And that's what Yermio was telling Klai How are you going to be able to learn Torah? Look at the man. Because if a person sits and learns Torah and relies on our Kaddish Baruch Hu, then he doesn't have to worry about working for his Parnasa. And this is a high level. It's a level of Shemim and Yechai. But it's a level that a person could strive for. The Alshech, very famous story. The Alshech once said over 
and a drasha and a shul, a fiery drasha, speaking about high levels of betachen, saying if a person relies completely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's able to sit and learn all day and doesn't have to worry about his parnasa. The level of Shem Ben Yechai. In the back of the shul, there's a balagolo, a wagon driver, that listened and took the words of the al to heart. He came home, he told his wife, the al said, that if a person relies on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he doesn't need to work, Hashem will send him his parnasa, and he could sit and learn all day. So he told his wife, I'm not working anymore. Okay? A few days passed, there's no more food left in the house, they didn't have any money left. His wife turns to him and says, oh, what are we going to do? We, we, we need parnasa. Well, I can't go to the stores and stop buying food. I don't have any money. So they came up with an idea that they no longer need their wagon. They'll sell their wagon. And like this, they'll have, they'll have some money from the profits of the, wa- the wagon. Like this, they'll be able to have food for the next while. So they sold their wagon. And this person, this Balagala, held on strong to the words of the Al-Sheikh. He sat home and he sat till him all day. That's what he knew how to do. He sat till him and sold his Agala. And they had a little bit. A few days after they sell, after he sold his wagon, his wagon comes back. And on top of the wagon was a box fold with expensive jewels and diamonds for them. And they found out that what happened was that the person, the guy they sold the Agala to, the wagon, they sold him the person the wagon, he loaded up his whole, all his expensive diamonds and whatever expensive he had into the, onto the wagon. And he was hit by a rock and he died. And the wagon didn't know where to go. So went back to his old, old, old owner. And like this, they had enough parnasa that the wagon driver was able to sit home and say his tillam and didn't have to work for his parnasa. The people of the town, when they heard this story, they're like, if, if this is what the Al-Sheikh said and this is what a simple Balagala did, we could also do it. And... They all sat home and they were waiting for their box of diamonds to come and it didn't come. So they went to the Al-Sheikh and they said, what, what happened over here? The Balagalo, he listened to you and Hashem sent them his Parnasa by us. We also want Hashem to send his Parnasa, but it's not coming. So the Al-Sheikh told them, that the Balagalo, he really relied on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He really believed. Someone who really believes, that person, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sends him a Parnaso. But you, you don't really believe Hashem is going to send you Parnaso. You're just copying what the Balagalo did. If you really would believe it, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send you your Parnaso like the Balagalo. 
So we see from the story that the simple person of Alagala, he could reach a madrega of Rab Shimon ben Yechai, a madrega that Hashem could send him, send him parnasa without any efforts. And also you see from the story that a person has to be real, can't be a faker. Just copying other people because you know that that person did it, that doesn't mean it's real to you. And if it's not real to you, the al told those people that since you're a bunch of fakers, Hashem is not going to send you your parnasal. Another story, there was once two boys that were in a yeshiva. And one of the boys, one boy was very nervous. How is he going to make a living? So he decided... He's going to try to figure out how to make money. He try different businesses. Nothing doing. He was nervous. How could he get married and build a family? There was another boy in that yeshiva who sat and learned and didn't have any of these thoughts of where is this parnasa going to come from. He knew his job is to sit and learn. And Hashem will send him his parnasa. Boy came time to get married, and a rich man, Mr. Wasatsky from the tea company, came looking for a boy for his daughter. And he found this boy that was sitting and learning, a good boy, and he took him as a son in law. And that boy was supported. And he had no worries of Parnassah. A few years later, the other boy that was trying many different businesses and trying to figure out what's going to be with his Parnassah, he came to Mr. Mr. Wasatsky, could you hire me to work in your tea company? And he took a job. And he found out that his, boy, his other friend in yeshiva, that boy was a son-in-law by his boss. And he didn't have to work. And he saw how he wasted his time worrying about what's going to be with his Parnassah. If he would have been like the other boy, just sit and learn and don't have that worry. Just rely completely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send Parnassah. And this is a lesson we have to take from Ag Boimer. A lesson that Rav Shem Ben Yechai taught us. That if we rely completely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu and live like Shittas Rabshim Ben Yechai, we live like how Rabshim Ben Yechai lived, then a person doesn't need to do any efforts for his Parnassah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send a person their Parnassah, just like the man. A person is going to have the question, how can you sit and learn? What's going to be with Parnassah? But the Madriga of Rabshim Ben Yechai when he came out of the cave and he was still alive, showing everyone that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could support anyone through miracles, even if there's no natural way how to live, no natural way how to get your Parnassah. But someone who's on that Madriga, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of. And that's the connection. Why Lag Ba'ima was the day that the month started, because the month was to teach us this lesson, a lesson of where does our Parnassah come from? from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we rely on Him, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send us our Parnassah even through miracles. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.